Diabetes Revolution podcast with Dr. Sarah Townley, the type 2 diabetes coach, clinical pharmacist, and mom of six angels. You don't have to struggle and fight with your blood sugars for the rest of your life. I'm here to teach you the skills you need to control and even reverse this disease. There is such a thing as getting off your meds and creating a future free from diabetes, and you can have it too. Let's get down to business. Hello, my dear friends. As I come to you on this winter evening, my family is out ice skating right now, and I'm here with you. (laughs) And you know who else is here? Our brand new puppy. (laughs) We have a golden retriever. Her name's Mabel, and she's I think about 10 weeks old, and she's right now barking her face off in the living room in her kennel, which I'm told is totally normal and not something I need to respond to, (laughs) but it's definitely a distraction, guys, I have to say, and I understood that we, when we got a puppy, that there was going to be a new element of chaos and joy in our lives, (laughs) but I didn't really know, you know, you don't really remember clearly what I mean by this until it's in your face and your baby is trying to sit on the puppy and you're trying to close your door to your room because the puppy keeps running in there and peeing and you're trying to record a podcast and there's a dog barking her face off. (laughs) So if you hear some, some, you know, weird noises, that's what's going on in my life right now. All right. Today is a topic that is so near and dear to me. I get pretty serious about this just because this topic, the core of it, what I want to teach you in this episode has literally changed my life. I've had many transformations in my personal life by gaining the awareness and truly learning how to apply this concept that I want to teach you today. So... Many of you know that trying to change your behaviors is difficult. (laughs) It's like, you know, the hard part. (laughs) You might know what you're supposed to do. Like, you know, you're not supposed to spend more money than you have. Or, you know, you shouldn't yell at your kids. You know, you shouldn't smoke those cigarettes. But for some reason, you just keep doing it over and over and over again until you quit. Many of us. And... I want to talk about why that is. The answer to this question, what is the most valuable asset that you have in any endeavor, in reaching any goal, in changing anything in your life, the most valuable asset that you have is your mind. Your mind can be your best friend or it can be your saboteur. Most of us have like little to no awareness of which one our mind is acting as at any given moment, okay? So what I'm really asking you is, in this moment or later on today or tomorrow, I want you to ask yourself the question, in this moment, is my mind serving me or is it sabotaging me? And for some of you, you already know the answer to this question, but I want to give you an example, Let's say, like I was talking to a client today and he had a great question. So let's say you just finished mowing your lawn 
and you check your blood sugar, right? And you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be good. I just did a bunch of exercise. You're thinking it's going to look good and you're appalled and confused when it reads 213. Like WTF, right? Most of us default in this situation to a freak out. You jump to conclusions, terrorize yourself with thoughts like, I hate this disease. Nothing works. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to die. Just F it, right? Now, what I want to offer to you is that those are all optional thoughts because there is an alternative. (laughs) There's an alternative thought process that could sound something like, I wonder what is happening here. Like, I must be missing something. (laughs) So if you had that thought, and you didn't freak out, you might feel curious, right? And you might, I don't know, Google it. You might post on Facebook, one of your groups, like, hey, does anybody know what this is all about? Or you could ask your coach, like my client asked me today. Whatever it takes. If you stay in that mindset of, I'm missing something, there's a piece to this puzzle that I need to understand, you're gonna get your answer. You're gonna go looking for it, and you're gonna find it. And you're gonna skip all that drama. By the way, the answer is intense physical exercise is a stress on the body, and in response, your body makes stress hormones. It's meant to help you survive a threat, like in case you had to jump up and run from a tornado, for example. (laughs) Your body knows, whoa, we need to get our blood pressure up, our heart rate up, our blood sugar up. We need to overcome and mount a successful, you know, we need to successfully thwart this threat. And High blood sugars is a totally evolutionarily important way that we do that. Okay, so let's go back to what we were talking about. Okay, so here's some incredibly important facts that all of us need to know, like in second grade. Okay, but unfortunately, I didn't find these tools until I was well into my 30s. And that's okay because I have them now, but I love teaching this stuff to my kids. I think it's important that we all understand what is the root cause of our actions, our sabotaging actions, the results we have in our life, like if we're broke or if we have uncontrolled diabetes, right? Whatever it is, it's important that we understand that the result that we have with like your health, for example, is a direct outcome of your thinking. Why? Because the actions that you've been taking to get this result are a response to your thoughts. Here's how it works. There are circumstances, situations in our lives that we can't control, right? Maybe the circumstances is you have a genetic predisposition to diabetes, okay? And then there's the circumstance of our food culture and what we were raised to eat and what's available, what, you know, what's in our budget, whatever. These are things that are just facts. They're our situation, okay? And then we have a thought about that, okay? So for example, with the genes, you could have the thought, you know, this is meant to happen. There's nothing I could do about this. It's in my family, Right? And then you would feel defeated. You would feel disempowered with that kind of thought process. And then the actions you would take from that belief system and those feelings of disempowerment would probably be 
to not try to live a healthy lifestyle, right? To not, It's going to control what you choose to eat, how much you move your body, whether or not you're going to check your blood sugar, how you respond to stressful situations. Like your actions are coming from that thought process and those feelings that are attached to that thought. And then your actions are what get you the result you have. Most of us think that type 2 diabetes is a physical disease with physical solutions, and it is. But you cannot solve the problem from the level of the mind that created that problem. Your mind is the only thing that's going to be able to overcome this physical problem. Your mind is your greatest asset. I've been reading a beautiful book called A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And she says in this book, healing comes from entering into a conversation with our illness, seeking to understand the chemical alphabet through which the illness speaks to us. The metaphysician seeks to understand what the illness is trying to say. So if your diabetes is a, quote, wake-up call, which for many of you it is, right? That day you got your diagnosis for many of you was like a big deal, maybe even a wake-up call. What is it waking you up from? Such a deep question. If your diagnosis is waking you up, is it waking you up so that you can live a life that's in alignment with what really matters to you, right? All the crap that doesn't really matter shows itself as such when your very life is in limbo. Then many of us can drop that meaningless baggage, right? Like what other people think about us how much money we make and our prestige and success in other people's eyes, what we have and don't have. We can stop stressing about how clean the house is or how perfect the landscaper did his work this morning. We can stop needing to judge other people harshly, right? Especially the ones we love the most, like our mate and our kids. We can drop all that meaningless crap when we are. it's very clear to us what really matters to us. And what we can start seeing is what does matter to us, our inner peace, right? Our happiness, our relationships with our family and our friends and our pets, whoever is important to you. We can start to see the beauty of life that is all around us and connect to who you really are and what really matters to you and start living with purpose and intention from that place. Start loving as a first choice. So right now, I want you to reflect on where your mind is most of the time. Why? Because awareness, awareness is the first step to accessing and then leveraging the greatest asset you have, your mind. Is your mind serving you? Or is it paralyzing you? Is it inspiring you? Or is it terrorizing you? (laughs) Is it curious and problem solving? Or is it shutting you down and keeping you stuck all the time? I'm starting a new book called Positive Intelligence 
by Shirzad Shamin, and he teaches the power of using your mind to serve you. He's going to actually teach me how to do this even better. I'm very excited. (laughs) But I'm reading his book, and in the very first chapter, he's talking about positive intelligence, and he's presenting research that quantifies and qualifies why positive thinking works. He mentions that there was a meta-study of 275,000 people that found that thinking positively more than 75% of your conscious time leads to higher salaries and greater success in just about everything that matters, right? Like your work, your marriage, other relationships, your health, and your creativity, People who think positively, their mind is serving them, it's being being an asset to them, more than 75% of their time of thinking, conscious thoughts. These people have higher salaries, like 37% higher, right? They have fewer sick days. Um, this is predictive of achievement, efficiency, higher performance. He even cites a study that shows that doctors that do this consistently make an accurate diagnosis 19% faster. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And then when it comes to health, thinking positively and using your mind in a way that serves you most of the time, 75% of the time, shows that or proves that you have an enhanced immune system you're, lower, you're having lower levels of stress hormones, which wreak havoc on your body and your blood sugar. You have lower blood pressure, less pain, fewer colds, better sleep, and you decrease the risk of developing things like diabetes and stroke. And you know what else? You live longer. <laughs> so your mind literally is going to control so many things in relation to how effective you are and how quickly you can get the results that you want. This is real. This is measurable. So what does this have to do with reversing type 2 diabetes? (laughs) I'm going to take one more tangent, guys. Deepak Chopra wrote in Quantum Healing that life itself is intelligence riding everywhere on chemicals, okay? We mustn't make the mistake of thinking that the rider and the horse are the same. What is he talking about? Chemicals, okay? Your body functions on signals that are in the form of chemicals. Your neurotransmitters are chemicals that send thoughts that relate sensations in your body back to your brain, your nerve signals that control your heart rate and all the things going on in your body that you don't have to think about consciously, they're all controlled by chemical signals called neurotransmitters. And then all these different functions in your body are controlled by hormones, your emotions, your mood, your wakefulness and your sleep, digestion, growth, metabolism, everything is controlled by chemicals, okay? And When you work with me, you learn how to control the master hormone, insulin, to reverse your diabetes. I mean, most of you know that if you thought right now and imagined and visualized and just really brought into clarity the idea of biting into a lemon, your body will respond. Your mouth will salivate. 
So we don't want to make the mistake, as Deepak Chopra says, of trying to change the direction of the horse without consulting its rider. This is like trying to reverse your body's insulin resistance without gaining the agreement and support of your mind. This is why so many weight loss and diabetes programs don't work long term. This is the diet mentality, right? And it isn't what I do with my clients. The work I do with my clients is 80% mindset and 20% strategy or knowledge. I can teach you like all the physical solutions to this disease, but if you can't consistently apply it, that information is worthless to you. So here are some beginner steps to investigating the answer to this question of whether your mind is your friend or your foe. Number, There's three tips I want to give you, three steps. One is I want you to begin to pay attention to your feelings when it comes to taking care of your body. These vibrations, feelings are just vibrations in your body, originate with your thoughts. And they're usually the first clue about what we're thinking. If you're feeling like discouraged or frustrated, I want you to acknowledge that. And then take a moment, just pause, and identify what you are thinking about. If it's feeling crappy to you, I can assure you that how you are thinking about that situation will probably not help you resolve it. Okay, so that's a really good first step is just start to pay attention to how you're feeling. And then the second step is to start asking the question, why? If you don't want to check your blood sugar, I want you to ask yourself why. If you're reaching for a snack when you aren't even hungry, ask yourself why. Like, What is that food doing for you right now if it's not for your body's energy demand, if it's not to deal with physical hunger? That's another way to start to gain some serious awareness around what's going on in your mind that's driving you to take actions that may not be in your long-term best interest, that are not going to move you closer to your goal, right? And another step that you can take to help you gain more awareness of what your mind is doing for you when you're trying to solve a problem is to either write Write down your thoughts or, even better, engage a trusted friend, a family member, a coach, somebody that is listening to you and talking about what it is that's going on for you. Just let it rip. Like, I want you to be raw, honest, just speak from your heart, and your thoughts are going to come to the surface And you can have a good look at them. You can start to see what you're thinking about that situation. And then ask yourself, is this helping me solve the problem? Is this serving me? Or is this sabotaging me? Is this going to block me from really resolving this or figuring this out for myself? It's also really good to ask yourself some awesome questions. That's what coaches do. (laughs) Like, You know, how do I want to approach this right now? What's the next best step I need to take right now? Those kinds of questions. See, your power lies in the present moment. It lies in your ability to choose, to make decisions. And I always say that 
not making a decision is a decision to stay the same. Can you not stand to stay the same anymore? I hear you. (laughs) And I've got some good news for you. I can help you. You are allowed to receive help, by the way. I have a 16-week one-on-one coaching program that takes you through this whole process. With me, and we shine the light and light your way to fixing this problem. I help you make sense out of what you know is confusing you or causing you anxiety. I explain what isn't working to you. I give you the tools you've never known about before that reverse insulin resistance. And I help you take consistent action to produce amazing results. The result of freedom from this nightmare of struggling with your blood sugars, the result of few or even no diabetes meds, right? If you're on insulin, like no more injections, the result of normal blood sugars, even if you haven't seen normal for years, I got you. Okay, so how do you get in contact with me? It's really easy, and I'm going to link in the show notes to my email, Sarah at saratownley.com. You can also reach me on my website, saratownley.com. You can send me a little message. You can just say, hey, I want that free consult. I want to talk to you. I'd like to get, you know, get some idea of what it is you do, or I just want to talk to you. You can just email me those few words, and I will respond back immediately within one to two days and try to figure out a good time for us to talk about what's going on for you and what needs to happen. I'll tell you my honest assessment of your obstacles. I will tell you whether or not you're, you know, thinking about this in a way that serves you. I can do all of those things on a free consult with you. And I'm taking five new people in this new year, the beginning of this new year, the first four months through my program to get incredible results. And I want you to be one of those people. Sarah Townley is spelled Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Townley, T-O-W-N-L-E-Y. And you can email me at sarah at sarahtownley.com. I'd love to hear from you. All right, I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care. High five for tuning in with me today. You are getting smarter and stronger when you show up for yourself this way. You can get more free tools to help you control type 2 diabetes on my website, sarahtownley.com. And if you're serious about ending your struggle with diabetes, join my membership, The Diabetes Revolution, where you work with me in a community of people just like you. See you on the next episode.